Hi there, I'm Dan Chewy Mongrain from Voivod, and you're watching Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, I'm Bruce. I'm Bruce. That's my partner, Arena. Hi, Arena. Hi, Bruce. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for joining us. Longtime fan from 40 years ago, probably. So nice to uh, meet you and catch up. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I guess I can just jump in. The first question I have is what's it like being 40 years in this business with that? You know, choose people up and spits them out. You guys have hung around. Yeah, obviously, uh, I'm 40 years old, uh, 46 now. So I was not there at the beginning uh, of the band, but uh uh, I'm a fan since the early days, though. Uh, I, I started listening to Voivoda when, when I was around 11 years old, and that got, this is the band that convinced me to buy a guitar, buy a guitar, and start my own band, so so to speak. So, anyway, uh, I think uh, that the band always put out some very interesting album. Always tried to outdo themselves, you know, improve and uh, exploring new. Uh, uh, new ways of doing things and musically and lyrically on all the concepts. The artwork was uh, phenomenal uh, since the beginning. And so I, as a fan, uh, before being in the band, I was always uh, eager to see what's, what was next uh, with Voivod. You know, what, what are they going to come with uh, for the next album musically and, and all that. So I think uh, once you're hooked, you're hooked for, uh, for the long run. Yeah. <laughs> And I know you said, uh, Rena, I'll let you jump in here in a second. Sorry. I know you said no you're always looking to uh, you know, improve or take advantage of technology or whatever. That brings me to the next thing. What was it like doing a totally AI-based video for Quest for Nothing? Actually, it was kind of a surprise for us because uh, we didn't know our um, uh, website uh, guy uh, who takes care of uh, – of the Facebook page and all that. He's an artist as well, he's a musician. And he, I think he, he started it uh, on his own without telling us. And uh, at some point, hey, I, guys, I've uh, tried some stuff with this new technology and he showed us and we were like, wow, what's going on? It yeah. fits uh, the band uh, concepts and uh, visual perfectly and it fits with the song. So we were uh, in awe and very happy uh, to, to put out something new for the, the, the last record. Yeah, it's great. Rena, sorry, I'm babbling. Yeah, it's a it's a super interesting video. I'm just I'm just scrolling in a, in a messenger group to find a video that I posted so I don't make an ass of myself because I can't remember. Yeah, it's Luc Leclerc. There was another AI video like combining. Um, I, it had like Simpson stuff and then like Cannibal Corpse or something. Oh, yeah. And it was yeah, like just gave keywords like with Simpsons characters and then just like cannibal corpse and it could have been not been cannibal corpse but you know something similar and then just mashed up like a video out of it and it was so delightfully disturbing yeah <laughs> like, maybe yours could have used like a sparkle of Disney or something to make it even more <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's fascinating to see the, the image transforming into another one, into another one, and keeping the vibe. Uh, I guess it. I, I'm sure he spent a lot of time and, and worked a lot to make it 
uh, that way and interesting and keep the you know all the robots and the insect and the, the uh, yeah. uh, you know the the kind of Terminator vibe as well you know like a cyborg kind of kind of vibe and uh, yeah it's very disturbing actually uh, <laughs> I had to take a moment after watching it the first time and I wanted to go back uh, it's a uh, it's an integ- interesting technology and uh I, I think it opens door for more creativity, for sure. We're living in the future now, right? Uh, at this moment, or this one? <laughs> I, think in, in this, right? I think in this moment, we're totally living there. in the future. What's that? I think we're totally just living in the future, right? Who would have thought that you'd have AI making videos and, and doing all this stuff? It's crazy. It's crazy. I think... Uh, uh, in history, there was always a new technology that was kind of uh, uh, scary at first, but uh, there's always a, a good way to use it and uh, and make it more human, so to speak. You know, the, it's always the human that created that te- the technology. So it it is nothing without us. But then we have to use it in a in a in a positive way, I guess. And uh, it's it's interesting until it, it takes over. Nothing- yeah, exactly. It's nothing without us, but then Skynet became aware. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. But you, you know, look at us now, talking through a through a video and, and TV screen and internet. Back then, it was two thousand one uh, space odyssey. You know, uh, right? It's yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. It's so, wh- nuts. But then you know, there's the like, it's nothing without us. But then. A lot of us aren't in it to create delightfully disturbing videos. They might be creating, uh, what what's the deep deep tech? No, 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 not deep tech. What, what's the deep fake? Deep fake videos, which are like virtually Im- impossible to tell the real thing mm-hmm. from a fake video of a real person saying things. That's scary. Things it's that... super fucking creepy because yeah. like. As the pessimist I am, I believe most people are not in this game to do good for others, even though there was a really good book called um, uh, The Hopeful History by this uh, Dutch writer, Bregman, once his last name, can't remember his first name, but like that we're actually just sort of scammed into believing that the human nature is, is barbaric and brutal and selfish, whereas it's actually not supported by by factual evidence but you know i still cling on to that thought that gives me you know hopelessness but (laughs) 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 which is important Uh, i'm gonna finish the interview very depressed (laughs) yeah we're very dark (laughs) (laughs) but i hear what you say came out of sheer joy you know (laughs) i i hear what you say and i try to not uh, focus not not too much on that uh, I try to um, use it in a good way, but there's always two sides to, to the metal, so to speak. And uh, yeah, it can be scary for sure. Yeah. So Ultraman, I guess it's uh, due out in November 4th. That's just right around the corner, right? How excited are you to have it out there? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a un- uh, surprise to do it. I, I demoed the song for fun and uh, brought it to the guys and we wa- we all watched uh, Ultraman when we were younger it was translated in French we could uh, understand uh, it was not Japanese obviously and we're French Canadian so we uh, 
we we used to watch it and uh back in the day i didn't see any costumes or uh, <laughs> you know puppets or what it was all real for me right <laughs> in my mind so uh, it was part of our of our culture so to speak when we uh, we grew, grew up and uh, the, the concept and the song and uh remained in our heads so uh, i was fooling around with, before even writing the new album I did the demo and I brought it to the guys and they were all in. So uh, I, I I thought lo a long time about uh, what language should we do it. And uh, I speak a little bit of Japanese. I, I've learned it and uh, so, um, suggested uh, I could sing a Japanese version. And uh, then Snake uh, did the French version because that's the one that we were we grew up with right. and there's also an english version weird so we did a three language version wow. and i did a whole japanese version and there's a karaoke <laughs> version uh, instrumental so uh, yeah it was great fun and we we recorded it uh, at the end or at the beginning of the sessions of the album but it was not meant to to be on the album it was something different so it was not uh, uh, like uh, 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 we didn't think of, of it in in advance, really. Right, just something to do with, with fun. That's no, pretty cool, and I mean, having it in the three different languages is something kind of different as well. Yeah, it it, it was a challenge. <laughs> I imagine the phrase. Yeah, I was about to ask. Like how 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 many like sort of language barriers did you run into translating those lyrics? Because I'd imagine some things are harder to say in Japanese than they, the, they are in the, French. The, yeah, the thing, it was uh, already translated in three different versions, and the original one was all written. I, I found the lyrics, and I could... Uh, I can understand the uh, words in, in Japanese, because I, I studied it enough. And some words I didn't understand, I, I look it up. But the, and the translation is not literal, like from a language to another. There are some difference differences but it's interesting how they put it and uh, I think uh, it will surprise the Japanese at first to hear a foreign person sing in Japanese and then hear the French version yeah oh, you know they will not expect that and uh, yeah it's it's just great fun and uh, during the last few years we all hope for all women to save the world <laughs> so, <laughs> you know come and save the yeah so uh, it's all about hope and uh, and and fun, which I guess is uh, is timely and needed for sure, right? Yeah, I think so. Yes. What was the uh... or hopelessness? You know, like, <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> we got Rena there. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one in the motor, crowd. baby. You know. <laughs> I I love that you're holding that guitar. Are you planning on playing us something? I'm just, just more comfortable with that. It's plugged. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You guys are getting ready to yeah, head out on a tour next month as well, right? Yeah, that's why I got the guitar. <laughs> I'm practicing the song, uh, learning them back. And um, yeah, we're, we can't wait to go on tour again. Uh, it's been a while since we went to Europe. We went this summer. It was quite amazing uh, to go back uh, for the first time uh, since a, a few years. And we went to Mexico as well. And uh, yeah, it feels great. And uh, we had the opportunity to join Opeth on their tour. And uh, we're going to play great venues. Uh, new fans, uh, I guess, uh, are going to open uh, 
their mind uh, to to us and uh, fans of Voivod will maybe discover Opeth or I think it's a good build because uh, there's a, a lot of progressive in Opeth and Voivod but yeah. there's also the metal side of it so I think it's a really good mix and uh, can play uh, can't wait to play and then we go on our own and we play more dates uh, I think three weeks by ourselves too going to Italy uh, La Sardinia uh, Greece and um, and uh, Turkey and uh, many countries so yeah we're looking forward to it you know what I think is pretty interesting you kind of just alluded to it there but I think in the metal world you find that shows especially when people of our age are, are multi-generational right you've got people like myself taking their kids maybe it's sometimes even their grandkids it's a whole kind of multi-generational metal show yeah totally i remember in europe uh, a guy holding his kid on on his shoulder and the, the kid was singing the whole 17 minute song jack luminous by heart and he had the protection for his ear and yeah. It was just amazing. We were blown away. Um, so yeah, you're totally right. Uh, we see new kids, parents bringing their kids, very young uh, teenager or early 20s, digging the, the old stuff. And it's all mixed now. It's a family party. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and I don't Love think it. you see that with any other kind of music genre, right? I mean, you don't see a family gathering at these things. I think it's cool that the torch is being passed down to the kids, you know, the metal torch, so to speak. Yeah, and Voivod had uh, many opportunities to play in a, in a non-metal context as well because of the progressive side right. of, of the music, which opens uh, other barriers where a lot of metal bands can't really play or was not invited to play. We played the international uh, jazz festival of montreal a few years back with the brass quintet that i arranged uh, for one song you know to, for the occasion and we played the primavera festival in in uh, in barcelona and there wow. was uh, like reggae bands and uh, you know uh, uh like uh, uh, dif different kind of music uh, i mean totally different like right. very um like house or you know and and voivod was uh, in the middle of that and uh, so you have access to a new crowd that don't necessarily know the band but they're interested in different kind of music and music that goes deeper than pop pop music right. uh, you know and the, the usual stuff so uh, i really appreciate uh, those uh open-minded promoters, open-minded open crowd that can go to a show and watch a reggae band and then Voivod, you know, it's amazing. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Rita? No, that sounds amazing. And I think it's like such a positive thing to have an open view of, of like music genres. What you just said, Bruce, like I don't, that you don't see this in any other music genre yes you do it just like it just depends on where you go we're just in our little bubble going like yeah middle middle fucking rocks you know but and it does and it does but like here in finland where i am actually uh is is like this um for jazz for instance which is definitely like a family outing kind of thing of course the pandemic kind of ruined that because it was very much like a picnic sort of go hang out outside just watch james brown kind of thing yeah. but I don't, I don't know if the kids would know the James Brown lyrics by heart as they did with, <laughs> with well, your example. But I guess, too. like, you know, the, 
the, the like defining factor is is the passion that metal fans yeah sort of put into the thing and that's what they pass on to the kids and that's like you know do you have those seven-year-olds with those awesome awesome like trash uh, vests on like yeah with and that is the cutest thing ever like i, I will have my my kid do that uh, <laughs> i have a six-year-old and he's I'm, I'm definitely like you know making sure that the next generation gets what it's all about he is super into guns and roses at the moment uh listens to um welcome to the jungle as the as the last thing <laughs> before he goes to bed wow. and they have yeah they just have this um this this thing where you judge music like he's in preschool like everybody gets to bring a song everybody listens and gives gives points to it and it was so hilarious because like i went to pick him up and he he was distraught the kid was like very very unhappy and i was like dude what's what's going on and he just starts like bawling his eyes out like i i took like uh, welcome to the jungle there and it only got like 20 something points even julius gave it just one and he promised he would like the rockier <laughs> stuff and then like, you know some 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 like really really children's song won it and he was like and then it was like you know this baby shark shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> It was, yeah. and I'm just trying to keep a straight face because these emotions are genuine. You don't, you don't laugh at them, even if it is hilarious. <laughs> but this is what I mean about the passion. You know, yeah. that's what gets passed on into the the music that really like grips your body and your soul at the same time. Yeah. But all right, rant over. <laughs> and and uh, it, that's true. And uh, now. Uh... It's something that I uh, notice in festivals. There's uh, there's metal clothes for kids and very very young uh, kids, like toddlers, <laughs> merch booth. You know, it's yeah. great. It's amazing. <laughs> I would have totally bought like a like a toddler suit that says like "My Daddy's Satan." And I would have a matching shirt that says "He pays no alimony." Right. <laughs> so I know you said you're getting, you're practicing and getting ready for the road, but how do you, how do you prepare physically? Because we're not getting any younger, right? This is many years in. That's true. Like that definitely takes its toll, doesn't it? Yeah, I try to keep fit. I do bicycle. Uh, I um, stretches and stuff like that, you know, uh, on a regular basis. Uh, and uh, I keep uh, practicing. Uh, um, you know, regularly, uh, obviously, uh, I play a lot. Uh, I'm a guitar teacher in college, and uh, I teach at home as well. And uh, so I play uh, different gigs as, as a freelance musician in Montreal. I just did a TV show last week with a famous famous French uh, Quebec singer. And and, and um, so I'm always uh, trying to, to keep uh, in shape on the instrument. And uh, as well as uh, physically, because uh, when you play a show and you go in the bus and you go in another city every day and you don't sleep much, you really need to, uh, to have a good, uh, uh, how do you say it in, in English? Uh, stamina. Stamina, yes, yes, yes. So uh, we're re really careful and uh, we think about that. Uh, and uh, I think uh, it makes things way easier if you're in good shape. Because uh, you, you uh, it's uh, it's very often we get a virus on tour or something that 
so if you're if you're in bad shape it's gonna be a hard time so and uh then the show itself is kind of a workout you know i i'm i like to jump around and have a good time on stage i don't stand still and wait uh, you know with the mean face that's not my side i'm smiling and i'm jumping around and that's that's part of the, the workout <laughs> yeah absolutely it is a good workout yeah. Hey, Daniel, are you up for something very, very different that you've probably ever done on a podcast? What, what, what's that? Are you up for something completely different that I assume you have ever, ever done in a podcast before? I'm open. Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> Amazing. Bruce, so Bruce is going to give you a brief on what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, so the, we, we started this series where it's just, I'm going to show you a picture here in a second. Now, right? And all I, all I uh, need to know from you is what you see. What do you see? Yeah, I see uh, someone in a cave uh, with stranger in a TV set, and uh, yeah, I see the image. I, I, you want me? You want? Uh, what's going on there? Why is she there, or he there, or why is that person there? What is? What's in the picture? What's happening now? What's in it? And then, what do you think is going to happen next in the picture? Uh, she or he is living in an alien stomach. And, uh, oh, amazing yes and uh prisoner but comfortable at the same time i don't know if uh, she or he want to get out of there right i mean they got the tv right so they can exactly just <laughs> <laughs> they got all that static to keep them entertained <laughs> like, yes. for years and years and years alien stomach yeah tell us how you landed on this this well, uh, interpretation it, it looks like a tongue where she stands where he stands oh i guess like it a, does it's like a it's like yeah. a mouth or something not i did we've done this a few times and haven't had that kind of uh in depth so that's pretty interesting what's going to be the next thing what would happen in the next frame in the next frame of the same story yeah mm. uh bored to death <laughs> There's nothing going on. It's a prison, but uh, it's a prison, but uh, there's something that controls the person to make the prison comfortable enough so she or he wants to stay there. And not rebel. Exactly. Perfect. Why do you think they have their tongue out like that? Maybe they want to eat it out out of starvation. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe it's the rule of the, the... stomach mouth tongue thing yeah you know? like infinity you're, you're uh, magnolia. You <laughs> maybe there's a prisoner in, uh, inside of her mouth too oh now we're getting oh my deep. god now <laughs> it turned all meta <laughs> infinity <laughs> yes, inside exactly. the mouth infinity nice <laughs> anyway I love sorry it. You're the third person we've done this with. And this is like, it's so fascinating that everybody has a, a different answer. <laughs> yeah. Nobody so. sees the same things. What do you make of that like circle sign thing above his, her head? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I uh, see a chef. Yeah. It looks like that's what I thought at first. Yeah. <laughs> like a chef uh, vomiting some ink. <laughs> nice. Second vomit thing. Yeah. I was like a dude in glasses with clouds for his hair eating a road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely clouds <laughs> over his head. Or maybe it's his brain uh, coming out of his head. True. It can True. be both. You know, it's a cloud brain. 
Exactly. I'll, go, I'll take Maybe that. Maybe Hannibal, Mr. Lecter, has been over, has had his appetizers already, and just, <laughs> you know, let, left the plate as it was. Or it's another <laughs> alien puking the prisoner. <laughs> True. Exactly. Maybe it's another prisoner on their way from yeah. alien puke. Infinity. <laughs> That's the that's the return. <laughs> the <way. laughs> right, there we go back. Well, thank you for playing along with that anyway. No like problem. To have a little bit of fun. Um, yeah. So what's next for you guys? You're just getting ready to head out on tour, and then what do you have going on after that? Oh, yeah, we we, uh, we rehearsed yesterday, actually, and uh, we have uh, one rehearsal left, So, uh, and we're all psyched, you know. We're all pumped to, to go on the road again for a real big tour. And uh, when we go back, it's going to be the holidays and all that. Uh, so... Uh, we're gonna meet up again i guess i guess next year and i we're preparing something for the 40th anniversary of the band uh, so we have a lot of work uh, we just uh, put out uh, actually i don't do i have it here i don't think so but i we just put out a, a music book uh for the, the the last album that's the sixth book i edit for the band i wrote uh, i transcribed the Link Technology, Dimension Hatros, Nothing Face, uh, Target Earth, and The Wake, bass and guitar uh, in the music notation, and Tab as well. So but we just finished Rocky and I, uh, the bass and guitar book, which is in the same book. So you have uh, two for one. And uh, we just uh, have the print, the version yesterday at the rehearsal. So we're pretty excited about that. And uh, we see more and more people uh, playing some stuff on YouTube, you know, using the books. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's really great. And some, some people are uh, really young, you know, and uh, playing the solos better than me. So <laughs> it's great. That's great. Well, that's all I have. Rena, you got anything else? No, I think we are awesome. But Thank you, my friend. I have been a longtime fan. I appreciate all your contributions to the music world, especially the heavy world. Thank you so much. Fabulous time talking to you. Good luck with the tour. Be safe. You too, and uh, pleasure. And thanks for your work. Take care. Thank hey, you. Hey, thanks for being here and, and Be have well. an awesome time on the road. It was fun. Thank you very much. All right. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.